0: Hello there, authentic podcast listeners. I'm Jordan Dahl. And (coughs) I'm i Sam Wiles. And if we seem a little aggressive, that's because we're the hosts of Fight Island, a comedy podcast about fictional fights and the very real island where they take place. Each week we have on our favorite comedians to riff and roleplay play about who would win in a fight between your favorite pop culture characters. It's one part D&D, one part road trip game, and two parts roundhouse kick to the face. <laughs> it's brutal. It's funny. It's, it's Fire fight island. island. You didn't do it.
1: I can't. I look so aggressive. I don't, it, I got uncomfortable. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Tikar, the wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy?
2: I'm doing great, Tom. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I feel good. I shaved... We're both shaven now. I It's true. I feel like I was very anxious to shave because uh a lot of times when you shave, you, especially a mustache, you have a little a bunch of weird shit on your lip that it looks bad, but this time I was uh I was happy with it. I had to do it for the I'm like I'm hosting the Viacom CBS holiday party uh <laughs> no, end shoot, of year you are? party. I am. Yeah, I'm- and I've been on calls with these uh, drag queens all day uh, and yesterday, and they all like have gr- have green screens and like uh, ring lights, and I looked like shit, so I had to had to fix it, and I bought all that stuff. And by the way, we are joined, of course, you just heard her voice, uh, by the hilarious Micah Fox. Say something mm-hmm. funny, Micah. Oh
3: Yeah, I'm a Viacom <laughs> CBS employee, so I can't wait to <laughs> heckle you from the- Oh, you're going to be on it? I mean, I think I'm in, I mean, I'm invited.
1: You, but, you gotta go. You gotta now go. Now I'm gonna go. Antonia is pissed that she can't, uh, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm allowed to give her like a link to it. I don't have one anyway. Well, she
3: can come over to my place and watch from
1: here. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I can, yeah. maybe we can arrange that.
2: Ooh, I wanna, are you gonna I, get to meet, uh, Snooki? Is that gonna happen?
1: <laughs> I think that that is, uh, yeah, it's just me and Snooky. in fact. Uh, it's gonna be... Quite a show, and it's clean too. It's uh, it's squeaky clean. So I don't know what Snooky's gonna do. Um, <laughs> what fun but it, it, it is! Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say real quick before we get any further into this, if you're not on the Patreon, get on there immediately because we're doing a live battle of the bands this very Friday at five p.m. Eastern. So get on there. Uh, it's gonna we we got some great guests already lined up, and uh, it's it's only for the Patreon people. And, uh, if you're, if you're on the Patreon, you can, uh, you can be a part of it. And if, if not, then we're going to post it on the Patreon anyway afterwards. So get on there as soon as possible. $3 a damn month. These people, these people can afford it. Come on. That's nothing. And 10% off if you do the full year. That's my little spiel. We also do bonus episodes every, every week. So you get, you get those on top of it. Having said that, Micah, how, how are you? How you been?
3: I'm great. I'm, uh, I'm drinking whiskey that I let ice melt into it another night, passed out the next morning, (laughs) poured it back into the bottle like mommy's little secret. And now I'm now I'm drinking that. that.
1: Sure. I've been there. That's a tough move because I don't put it back in the bottle. I'll put it. um, I'll put that glass in the fridge, though, sometimes (laughs) because I don't want to dilute the rest of. The, the whiskey, you know. Well,
3: well I, f- I finished the bottle brazen, you know, like just poured the whole. Th- I, w- I was like, there's not much in there. And then it like filled this to the top. And I was like, ooh, mistakes. So I contaminated nothing. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Except Fair for enough. my should've own been, body.
2: Uh, we should have been drinking gin.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> gin
1: and squash not blossoms. Not Tommy. No. <laughs> just kidding. It w- what a transition. Uh, that is what we are talking about. Today, the Gin Blossoms, but, or yeah. just, I should say, just Gin but they, don't have, they don't have a the, right? No, they're just gin. They're just Gin it's Blossoms. <laughs> I mean, you
3: never, you never just say that, though. You always call them the Gin Blossoms, right?
1: Yeah, but you got to stop, because like, as Tommy said, it's,
2: it's cleaner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a, a special band for you, Micah, because just like you, they're in Arizona. Arizona stars.
3: Arizona proud. It's maker. me, the Gin Blossoms. And David Spade, and that's oh, wow. it. That's it for Arizona's output of creativity. <laughs> I'm trying
1: to think if I know of any others. I don't know why I would know ones that you didn't, but I think you. I think you're right. I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a single other thing that's come out of Arizona.
3: Yeah, it pretty. I mean, probably a number of crimes against Native American peoples.
1: <laughs> sure. There's comedian um, Michael Longfellow. He's out of. Uh, he's out of mm, Arizona. John
2: McCain. He's funny.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> he was funny and uh uh on the Daily Show. Oh, I remember. He was he would be on there all the time. You they should bring
2: disaster. that up at the CBS Biocom Awards. <laughs> how
1: about <laughs> How about John McCain getting let's get him back on the Daily Show. He should have taken over as host. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, uh Gin Blossoms. Were you into the I'm assuming you were into them when you were in Arizona as they you know, they popped off so long ago.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. That was back when I was still living there is when they made it. And and I would like knew them like before they made it. Not like I knew them, like I was whatever, but they played at the state fair, you know, and like the big concert. <laughs> you know, you laugh, but like in Arizona, like pretty much the only cultural influence you're getting is concerts. It's like the only thing to do it's like that or like Break into hotels and do meth in their swimming pools. You know, it's like these are your options. So we went to the state fair every year and they always played and they were the big headliner because it's like Arizona proud. So I probably saw them live north of 10 times. Oh shit. See, most people
2: who come on this show have never seen the band they're talking about. Yeah, barely care.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't even think I knew they were from Arizona when I was watching them. Like, wow. I just I think I thought it was just a coincidence. You know, I was a kid. But uh, and then later I was like, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that, I
2: didn't just love Arizona.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then, and then and, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess they're not as but they are very popular. People do know them oh but yeah people did? know them
2: all right yeah people uh, know them all right. i mean some of these songs were huge hits the one thing i I researched i found very interesting is that hey jealousy obviously the big standout what people would incorrectly think of them as a one hit wonder for was originally on their first album that wasn't with like a major label oh um, i didn't know that. There was, so there was a different version of it on their first album and then when they got their big record deal they had them re-record it because they knew it just sounded like a hit and then that's like the version we know and love today yeah, it, that's, it is that's a real wild. banger That's like the Jewel thing Yeah let's listen to it now Let's get it right up yeah. the top This is the one You know it You love it Hey Jealousy A
1: song. what a banger what a God. banger i i, I want to say really fast just before we get too far away from it and so that people don't bitch at us uh jimmy Eat world is also from arizona and i we sh- we just talked about them so i feel like people would be angry <laughs> and i know that that's how people tweet at us so uh <laughs> just so you guys know we do know uh that that band is also from there
3: you know, you're right. I just don't really count them because they're just, <gasps> they're just not such a success to me like Gin Blossoms.
2: <laughs> We're starting a rivalry here. <laughs> 20 Ooh. years too late. <laughs> there should
1: be an Arizona bands cover band called Ginny Eat World, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or Jim Blossoms. This sucks. Uh.
3: Yeah, I mean, I imagine that everyone in that Arizona cover band would all be, like, a real estate agent. <laughs> Bad Coke That's problem. true. Yeah. With a Coke problem.
1: Yeah. It is?
2: I love that song so much. Yeah, and, uh, so it, good. It holds up so well. It's still, still so great.
3: I, I mean, it, I... It, yeah. No, you no, remember what? It.
2: I saw behind the music about the Jim Blossoms many years ago from Viacom's famous network VH1. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know better than anyone, but uh, I remember they said so. The the guy Doug Hopkins, who was in the mm-hmm. band, um, who tragically ended up committing suicide. Uh, I,
3: I didn't remember, know that. Yeah, oh, yeah he's the one who wrote the song. Yeah,
1: very much related to the band as well. So it's uh, it's it's yeah, it was gonna be a talking point for sure today. Yeah, he's
3: the was main, the main like songwriter. A- did someone want to make him stay in Arizona? They're <laughs> like they're like "You're success, yes. but you can only spend your money in Tempe.
1: He was like, "Well, I'm really happy, but I guess I have to kill myself now. <laughs> um no, they kicked him out of the band'cause he was like he was uh, had a severe uh booze and I believe drug problem and yeah. uh and yeah, he was very resentful. They also made him sign over his rights to a lot of shit like to uh to the guy who replaced him when he wrote the. I believe the two biggest hits, uh, from this album, which are both on the playlist, uh, the other one is Found Out About You, um. Which yeah, jealousy, with your eyes you closed
3: you. sounds like the same song, but yes, very yes.
2: <laughs> yes, I think um, yeah, it's a very it's a, obviously a tragic story, and it, it was also like the record label kind of pressured them to fire him, which ended up leading to you know everything that happened. But it, it, it's horrible. But I remember watching this behind the music, and like one of the sticking points, he was like, "Well, he wrote it, but we did change one of the lyrics because it used to say." You can trust me not to drink and not to sleep around, but I changed it to you can trust me not to think and not to sleep around. It's like, well, that's like the worst <laughs> line in the song. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: the, the other one, one is better. That sucks.
3: <laughs> that's really also, funny. I guess, it we turns out you couldn't it. trust him not to drink. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, yeah, that's that was true. that sounds like a personal bone of contention. It's like you can trust me not to keep myself alive. <laughs>
1: Uh, I will say, I didn't know this song was called Hey Jealousy until about two or three years ago. I thought it was Hey Jesse this whole time. I didn't do a lot of digging into the gin blossoms, and I never, I liked that song, but I never was like, I must know more. And the reason I got got a little bit more familiar with them is that we, uh, Tommy and I used to live with someone named Allison, and Tommy would often say, uh, do you... uh, did you grow up on Allison Road, I believe, was the joke. Yes.
3: Um, <laughs> what a deep pull.
2: This is something I've been doing uh, for years, where anytime anyone named Allison, I make a, that a variation of that joke to them, and not once has anyone liked no. it.
3: <laughs> How many times did they even get it? That's I oh. didn't get it. <laughs>
2: so maybe 0% uh, would be around the time.
3: Like You could make that joke to me today, and I wouldn't get it. <laughs> And I love Did you that. You up on
1: Micah Road. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah, that's um,
3: like it's, it's like not even in the top ten songs with the name Allison in it.
2: <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah, Elvis Costello, Allison's better, uh, but still, I'm uh, I love the '90s as a uh, VH1. <laughs> your friends of i come one step, and uh, that's the way Allison Road. While we're talking about it, because yeah, there's let's never do ever it. been a segue to this song before. As natural as that one.
1: Yeah, baby. Cue it up, brother.
3: much consistency they have yes you know they pick the same chords and they just (laughs) they let they let those limitations be their creativity
2: that's true the best art comes from limitations they say (laughs) 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 writing about women's names and roads can i
1: (laughs) i found uh, i found this thing that's from a billboard interview Uh, According to a Billboard interview, Robin Wilson passed by a sign on his way to El Paso in 1989 that read, Next Exit Allison Road. His friend, with whom he was riding, uh, had a sister named Allison, so they stopped to take a picture. Five months later Wilson had the picture and was bored. I, I feel like that uh is one of the worst stories I've ever heard for why a song would be named to like how that's how boring the eighties were. It's like, hey, that's my sister's name. We gotta stop. It that sucks.
3: Well, you know, Lennon actually stopped on Abbey Road with his friend.
1: That's right cause, uh he had a cousin named Abbey
3: Yeah. Um, but that picture's probably worth some money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey look imagine boulevard
3: maybe i should write a song about that
1: <laughs> uh yeah yeah those are uh th- those are the facts about this song uh and it's about uh someone uh breaking up with uh with a girl and then realizes he's made the wrong choice but can't go back because allison road is a one way street. It doesn't say that, but it felt like a nice way to tie it up without having Punch to read this whole thing. Me. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> Billboard doesn't know what they're doing.
3: I uh, mean, like every single one of their songs sounds like it belongs in the second act about a movie of someone going to college. You <laughs> know, sure. uh, just has That's this perfect, real, like, yeah. this real, just chill vibe about it.
2: Yeah, that is so perfect. It, it's so of the 90s, and it's uh, this whole album, New Miserable Experience. Uh, which sounds like a descriptor for 2020, if you ask me. Thank you. Whoa, hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. One. It is like Can't the most consistent album that you can just shuffle, and every song will be like, they're all, I, mean, I think they're great, but they're all like, you're getting the same level of quality. Nothing's like, they don't swing for the fences in any way. It's just like, this is what we're good at, and we're going to do it, and they deliver.
3: That'd be a fun game show to do, the Jim Blossom's game show, and you play the first Ten seconds of each song, like over and over and over again, you have to pick which one it is, <laughs> and I, I don't think see. I'd know if they you played me the same one times <laughs> t- <laughs> t- in a row a I did not
1: realize it. they did found out about you, and I forgot that that was a song until it started playing, and I was like I, song, I I man. just listened to this, and then I like that song a lot though, and we so we here's the thing we are already let's let's take a break before we listen to uh the next song here and we also still have our regular segment to get to uh where we hear from jared thompson so i think now is a great time to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more stand by your band all right we're back with more stand by your band we have a regular segment to get to uh i don't know if you have met jared but uh he's our friend and foe of the podcast the owner of the comedy attic in beautiful bloomington indiana and our resident snob of the show uh who he he hates most of the the music we talk about on the show and uh he's he comes in to justify why we uh why there's a need to defend them often um and by the way uh if you are somebody who lives in indiana or have a family member in indiana buy now's a great time the holidays are coming up buy somebody a gift card to the comedy attic they can use them uh to watch shows via the or, or even if they're not in Indiana cuz you can watch shows on the website now too. So uh so do that, help out uh, or whatever your local club is, do that because uh these clubs are closing baby. They're struggling, so do it. Um here is like I said friend info of the show. Jared Thompson, I got to tell you I sent him the text that we were going to do Gin Blossoms. He's never responded faster with a voicemail, so I'm very Ooh. curious what this is going to be. Here is Jared Thompson.
0: What's up y'all. This week's, they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending the gin blossoms. It's a big moment for me here on this podcast because I don't think it's the first time exactly, but this is certainly one of the first times that there's a band or artist on here that I know stinks that I very unapologetically love. And the gin blossoms are one of those bands. Um, And honestly, I think it just, for me at least, it all boils down to the vocals. Like, obviously, um, a lot of the hits or all of the hits are catchy, um, and that helps. But, like, for instance, like, I would never sit here and deny that songs by, you know, Matchbox 20 or Third Eye Blind, who are sort of bands that came in the immediate aftermath of the Gin Blossoms, I would not argue that their songs are catchy. It's just, to me, the vocals, they're just people that... I don't think are good singers that are singing for those bands. And it just, that's the sort of touch and go aspect to music. In my opinion, is that you can have someone, you know, like I love Brian Adams and if his music is cheesy enough that if his vocal, if I didn't like his vocals, then I would just not like it at all. So the gin blossoms to me are a great example of a band that even though they're like, I certainly would never say that they're a great band. I love them and I've seen them and I saw them at like a rib fest with uh, Soul Asylum, who is another band that I like that I know is not a good band. So anyway, I feel like this is a, a pretty big moment in the history of this podcast, which is <laughs> kind of a dumb thing to say, but whatever. All right. All right. I love you guys. Thanks. Bye.
1: Thank you, Jared. What the fuck? That was a quick. <laughs> what do you mean? Turn? That stupid thing to say.
0: <laughs> it
2: was roller coaster.
1: <laughs> I'm shocked by that. Uh, well, there you go. We found a band that Jared admittedly likes and knows that uh, why they're made fun of. But what do you what do you think about what he said there, Micah?
3: You know, I guess I've never really put a lot of critical thought into this band, and I think that's Jared's biggest mistake. You know, like what? What are you doing thinking about the gin blossoms? That's not. That's not what the gin blossoms are about. You don't think. You don't think about the gin blossoms and what they bring to the table musically. You know, they're the gin blossoms are for like you know fingering someone in the school parking lot. You know, that's you're not thinking about the voices. Tommy you're knows all about, about
1: that. <laughs> I drove the- by a school earlier, heard the gin blossoms blast, and I knew exactly what was going down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, the gin blossoms is code word for finger, and I'm blasting him. <laughs> you know,
1: uh, I mean, Yeah.
3: That was sure. that was truly too academic of a take.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> for this man. So would would you say that maybe Jared should take a chill pill? <laughs> I should
3: I say he should swallow the bottle and die.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus.
3: No, I man think that's a family. And I know he likes Jim Blossoms, and he defended me, and I can't wait to meet you in work club someday, Jared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good save. Yeah, yeah nicely done. <laughs> A similar turn. Thank <laughs> <Ew. laughs>
3: you. Yeah, it's like, uh, I hated the quality of his message, but the voice on that voicemail sounded amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were, were, okay. were they
2: like live? We like love you, that? Jared. Because uh, I've never seen them. I've always, uh...
3: You know, I mean, I only saw them, like, from very far away in a giant, you know, in a giant, like, it was probably like the Sun Devil Stadium or like wherever the oh, hell they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. do that, you know, so like, I would say they're like, um, a big fuzzy yellowish thing, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, sounding yeah. very much like their record. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, and, you know, and usually your dad's trying to leave. So, you know, that you know, avoid the, the rush with mm. the cars. Well, Tom's dad successfully like
2: to left. Not.
1: Yeah, he left before the show even started and before I could speak. Um, so he he really beat the rush. <laughs> yeah. Your dad left to beat traffic. <laughs> <Here's> the- <laughs> Sorry, kid, I got to go. Traffic is going to be rough for the next 40 years. <laughs> I got to get ahead of it. Uh, he's dead. And <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Yeah, he's a dead man, all right. But
3: Well, I mean, who can live once the gin blossoms have broken up, you know? <laughs> exactly. Well, he was the Amen. lead.
1: He was uh he was the uh the oh, man yeah. who wrote um, <laughs> a lot of the gin blossom songs and uh things didn't go so well for him after that. Um I think we should listen to uh found out about you next. Yeah, I I was it. just reading about it and uh another just sad story of a song. <laughs>
2: at the schoolyard. Don't even think about a joke, Tom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't
2: think of one. <laughs>
1: what,
3: what's the official song of Columbine?
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
3: <laughs> that, oh, that's not what you guys were thinking about?
1: No, it was going to be something about that's Tommy's ideal date or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, not every joke was meant to be made.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? Now, Now I got to hear it.
1: No, that's it. I mean, there's nothing further. It's just oh
3: hi. wait, no, I want to hear the joke. I guess that was already made. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> say it so that so, it's funny
3: to me, <laughs>
1: impossible um. <laughs> Uh, this was another one written by Doug Hopkins. I, I was reading about this one earlier and I can't find the uh, the exact thing that I was reading earlier, but it was still, I do remember it because it was so viscerally sad for this story that was already a bummer about this guy, but he wrote this song about, um, <laughs> he was uh, dating someone who cheated on him and when he found out that uh, they were cheating, they also this woman punched him in the face and he had a black eye. So he was like, "The whoever the, is telling the story, it's from years later, was like, yeah, Doug showed up and he had a black eye from this woman punching him and he was all fucked up and like had circles around his eyes and he would like, I think he he has a line in the song about like driving by her her place and seeing her with her boyfriend or whatever and uh, yeah the guy just has a very had a very sad story. It sounds like
2: this but, could have been called "Hey Jealousy" also. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much all of them could be probably. <laughs> that, that that's why
3: all the songs sound alike. It's because they're all about <laughs> the one thing. That, yeah. That's I mean yeah. How are you gonna ask a man like that not to drink? You know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah you know
3: life and there's you know that's the song has like a particular memory for me too because there's that line you know like is there a line that I could write sad enough to make you cry, right? And uh, there was this girl when I was in middle school who, like, just, like, was obsessed with that line. She's like, I think that's, like, the most beautiful line ever, lyric ever written. And uh, I was like, oh my god, this girl is, like, brain dead, right? And, and so, <laughs> and, and she was one of those people, Um, she was adopted and both of her parents were psychiatrists. And so I was like, well, that explains why you like that lyric. You know? <laughs> You're just not in touch with their emotions and really good lyrics.
1: <laughs> Look, we are a pro-adoption podcast. <laughs> and... <laughs>
2: Tom, you were saying you think it's the only way, right?
1: That is true. Yeah, I think that <laughs> is to
3: give your children up to somebody more fit.
1: I think that's what everybody should be doing. I think that it it's like a white elephant sort of thing where you uh, you have a kid and then you uh, you know you put them behind a door mm-hmm. and uh, each person gets to pick a, a, a kid and then you you get to pick to trade you can trade up for a better kid. I yeah, think that worked the best on Fargo. It. <laughs> is that wait? What is that?
3: That's happening in the current season of Fargo, and apparently this is like a real thing that they that these gangs used to do these like uh, these mafias and stuff is that they would trade their youngest child with the rival gang so that way what? like you'd have a reason to keep the peace.
2: Mm-hmm. We should do that with the.
3: Uh, and there we were no problems with, with it at all. <laughs> what? I should do that with Tim. Yeah, we're,
1: <laughs> we're gonna do that with Tim. We'll trade. Should I, who should
3: I swap? What would I, I, I think get? When, when you <laughs> guys had a kid. Circle? Oh. I thought you meant I'd swap out Tim for one of you guys. I was like, I'm invaluable. Tim Tim's popping in.
1: I think he means unvaluable.
3: Tim, they're saying really nice things about you on the show. I
0: bet they're not. They're both alcoholics and assholes. (laughs)
1: uh yeah well, now right. you guys just
3: outed hey. me as dating tim so thanks a lot
1: sorry you're trash <laughs> no tim's a good guy he can't get uh, anymore yeah i don't care i don't I, I didn't care when he could or couldn't um but yeah what this do, do you play this sort of music for tim i feel like tim likes this music too
3: you, you know, like he's he likes his vein of music. Neither of us have really like purposefully played this music in the house recently, but you know it has its place. Tim definitely likes his like '90s, you know, pop for sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Would you call this pop or grunge? It kind of rides that line.
1: It mixes it. It mixes up with like it. It got to pass in the grungy worlds. It fe- it seems because of the the darker lyrics from what i was reading before cuz i didn't know i like i couldn't place this i didn't know that it was i think this album came out in 92 yeah uh, yeah yeah so, so i i didn't rock, know that guess. yeah yeah uh um, yeah all
3: right but like cuz it's like matchbox 20 like that is exactly it or um you know you you can hear you can hear that in there there wouldn't be a matchbox 20 without these guys
2: and he is Jared is right he's so much less annoying vocally <laughs> than Rob Thomas's like True. his voice is just much more pleasing to listen to i think
1: yeah. And I, and I'm somebody who, I, I mean, the first episode of this podcast was Matchbox 20. I like Matchbox 20. I like the I old, it, yeah. especially old Matchbox 20, but Rob Thomas can be very irritating. And sometimes he does things with his voice that you're just like, just sing the song, buddy. Just get, <laughs> just get me there. But, uh, no, this guy's voice is great. It's, uh, I'm, I'm into it. I, Tommy, do you have, uh, any, any memories of this? Like you've been into them for a while, right?
2: So this is the one album I can remember, or the one CD. I bought the CD. The only time I bought something at a at a pawn shop was this the CD. only time? I think it's the only time I've ever actually bought something at a
3: pawn shop. Damn! Wait, someone and... pawned this out for money?
2: <laughs> Apparently, because <laughs> it was at the pawn shop in my hometown, which I like went to because I think I saw like a guitar in the window. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." They sell guitars and handguns, and uh, <laughs> so I went in there and I just saw that this yeah this album was just there under the casing, and I ended up buying it and like loved it. So I, I love this album. I think every song it's good, but I like immediately it was like one of my favorites because it was like right in the it really hits right in my core of like 90s, like pleasing rock that I always enjoyed, like Sheryl Crow, that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is a Sheryl. Like it's a it's a good road. It's a good road oh, CD. Yeah. when oh, You're just absolutely. trying to check out, you know, and you don't realize you've listened to the five songs because it sounds like one.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. We have one more from this album that we should play while we are yeah. we're talking about it, and this is um, this is a song named after my grandmother Rita. It's called <laughs> Mrs. Rita. <laughs> <clears throat> So good hell
3: yeah i feel like that song really should have been on the dumb and dumber soundtrack
1: dude all of these <laughs> songs so yeah. many of these songs i keep thinking they are a song from the dumb because D- there's a song when they get in the car
3: mm-hmm. that's
1: i mean it, it's the song from uh i think it's the primitives or whatever where it's like you go way too fast but the, all the guitar oh, yeah. star- the guitar starts the same way and mm-hmm. i keep thinking it's go- what we're about to hear is from the dumb and dumber soundtrack that's crazy um I want to point out, so this song is called Mrs. Rita, and you can tell Doug didn't write this because it would have been called Margarita. Am I right, people?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Uh, That's why you're hosting the Viacom CBS virtual Christmas party. You want to use that? I...
1: I can't wait to... can
2: you imagine trying to segue into that <laughs> you
3: guys are hey. all fans
2: of mrs rita
3: right it's <laughs> so it's so, fu- from, it's so wild how journalism? i was not looking forward to that party to now it's must-see tv <laughs>
1: <laughs> Finding hearing me dance around uh being very clean Though i made a joke about like on on a call today where i was like maybe i can say like uh because there's a thing where there's like a cocktail joke that is, has to be made. And I was like, maybe I can say like, oh, that cocktail is what caused my grandparents to get divorced or whatever. And they were like, that's really funny. But a little too dark. And I was like, what? Ooh, wow.
3: Your grandparents? <laughs> you can't make fun of grandparents nobody's ever met?
1: This them getting wow. uh, getting divorced. But they were like, maybe. I mean, try it. But it's, it's, it's a little. I probably shouldn't be talking about all this, but.
3: These are the limitations that are going to make you funnier, Tom. You know, these are the creative, creative boundaries. You know, the gin blossoms had their three chords and you've got that joke. I think
1: it's going to be a great time. That's, that's the joke that's going to take me to the top. And it's really going to be good when I force in. You guys remember the gin blossoms, huh? (laughs) Speaking of cocktails, what about gin? By the way, did you guys know, uh, I didn't know that what the term gin blossoms meant or what it was from, um, Apparently, uh, I gotta find the name of, uh, the painting, uh, or the picture that, uh, that it's based on, but it was, uh, an artist picture. Okay. Uh, the band's name comes from a photo of W.C. Fields and Kenneth Anger's infamously ah. erroneous book, Hollywood Babylon, uh, uh, which bore the caption, W.C. Fields with gin blossoms, referring to the actors, uh, tel, tel-, tel- Stasia, or I—I I don't know. He said, "Ravaged face." Apparently, if you drink a fuckload of gin, it—it uh, it makes your nose red. Uh, and so, Rudolph. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing people don't know about Rudolph is that he was bullied so much that he turned to the drink, <laughs> and that's what made his his nose so red. Yeah, he was getting um, bullied
3: long before his nose was red. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he's also uh, very yeah. emo and easy to pick on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just
2: like cyberbullying. Like people being kill yourself, Rudolph. And he's just
3: Yeah, ride like my again. sleigh, bitch.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. So that's, uh, that is what it is from. I had not heard that term ever, but uh, there you go. Gin blossoms. Very interesting um shall we hear we got we have uh, a couple more songs here right and then we uh we got to get to these comments because we uh i think we have a decent amount of them here
2: all right yeah let's do them uh michael which do you want to hear next we have follow you down until i hear it from you
3: let's go follow you down
2: great choice
1: Are.
3: This one has the harmonica a hallmark of nineties era. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: Hallmark of it. And I am sorry, I was thinking about the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. It wasn't just Crash by the Primitives that it reminded me of, but more importantly, Where I Find My Heaven by the yes, Gigolo Ants. That's, that's the you're song. That's absolutely
1: right. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I was also caught up on that during this song and I I looked up Jin <laughs> Blossom's Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, and what I found was a YouTube video. Uh, that says, uh, dumb and dumber, uh, colon, Mary's ass, um, <laughs> Lloyd's dream. Somebody oh. made a video <laughs> where it's, you know, the part where that he like lifts up, he's dreaming and he lifts up her skirt when he's hugging her. Somebody was like, I gotta put that on YouTube. <laughs> 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 Mary's ass.
3: <laughs> I mean, she had, that is an iconic peach of the nineties though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, True. <laughs> true i thought that was a cool ass scene i remember being mm-hmm. so frustrated the first time i saw it when well, i guess i was a child the first time i saw it but as a teen when uh when she pulls up her shirt and it's the headlights and you're like ah oh, we're so close <laughs> so close to what i actually wanted to see <laughs> a full I car it's out now Hmm. Hmm. oh you think so
3: i mean that lady she i mean didn't she end up marrying uh jim carrey too for a while
1: did she? I gotta tell you, I don't even know who that. It's funny because that is truly one of my favorite movies of all time, and it just occurred to me that I don't know who that actress is at all. It was uh Lauren Holly.
3: Yeah, I think he married her, and she didn't have too much of a career after that. But you know, she was a hot lady, so she had a few things.
1: Sure, she was uh she was in uh wait this can't be. She played Linda Lee in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Um. She was in Any Given Sunday forget? and What Women Want. That is Oh, I remember wild.
2: seeing that Linda's Ass, Bruce's Dream video <laughs> from that
3: movie. Wait, really? I'm going to have to look that up after we get
1: off. Oh, she, oh, in 1994, she met Jim Carrey during auditions for Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And while she didn't get that, they developed a relationship. Uh, working on Dumb and Dumber in 96 they were married the marriage lasted less than a year and they divorced in 97 Ooh. Oh. damn boys, I could do a whole show like on, on that Nightmare soundtrack here. too oh I know yeah <laughs> I know I had that soundtrack I loved it it was it's I think it's so top good. 10
3: music movie soundtracks of all time wow
1: so good
2: so, so well, good. Well, there's a, a soundtrack segue here for our last song, which is that this last one, I believe, is on the Empire Records soundtrack.
1: Yeah, oh, really? I think you are correct about that.
2: Yeah, and this is Till I Hear It from you.
3: sleeper classic that one actually kind of transcends the rest of the album Mm.
2: it's uh it's great there's not a miss in this bunch there really isn't and i think they get a rap as like a one-hit wonder for hey jealousy but you play any of these songs you're gonna get the same (laughs) pretty much the same value i feel like
1: that is the weirdest thing is i you when when i when i found out about uh you doing gin blossoms, I uh was very much like, I don't really know a lot about I I knew I knew Hey Jealousy, but after that I was like, I don't know if I know any other gin blossom songs. And the only song I didn't recognize on this uh, on this playlist, and I did because of Tommy's joke and for he played the song for us many times when we lived together. But uh Alison Road was the only one that I didn't know from the radio. So I knew all of these songs, which is mind blowing. I didn't know that they had so many hits and uh, that they kept making hits. They uh, it's over multiple albums, so pretty well. Not really. Stuff here.
3: I mean, they had <laughs> they had that hit in the next album, but I never like I stopped listening to them once I stopped using my car radio, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, as a primary source. But maybe they like were considered one hit wonders since nobody knew that each song was a different one.
1: <laughs> very possible. Very very possible. They're like this song um, just
3: keeps breaking out every year. <laughs>
1: Uh, we do have uh, one more segment. Let's take a quick break, and we will get to the peanut gallery. We are back for the final stretch of Stand By Your Band, and we have comments uh, from listeners about this band. I did go to Patreon. That's where we're going first. And uh, once again, this will be a little confusing because I did post two different things on the Patreon today, promoting, once again, we are doing the live uh, stand by your band over Zoom, uh, Battle of the Bands this Friday at five for Patreon subscribers. So get on there. But uh, also we will go, we will read, uh, everything they, uh, that you comment if you're, if you're a Patreon subscriber. So Jess Tabor writes, the second, uh, till I hear it from you comes on, I'm, s- I'm ready to turn on Empire Records and celebrate Rex Manning Day. 90s gold. Um, let's okay. see here. Kendra. Uh, commented I love them and don't think they're as bad as everyone says I saw them last year front row I was probably the youngest person there the singer gave me his tambourine during the show and signed it which was pretty cool that is pretty cool you got a tambourine at yeah. the show did they just give away all of their instruments that's crazy I think a the tambourine the, you the
3: keep, band was probably like get again. rid of that tambourine <laughs> <laughs> this is it man <laughs>
1: Uh, Matthew Potter says Not sure if this is accurate But Hey Jealousy puts off c- uh Content incel vibes Interesting I get that Back then you were allowed to be an incel And, think- and it was cool And you could have a hit An incel well, hit
3: Being a virgin is fine if you don't get together in groups about it <laughs> <laughs> You know That's something you're supposed to do alone
1: True True um, Dylan. This might be the last one here Dylan Pryor says My mind combines them with Sister Hazel Collective Soul, Blues Travel And a, and a bunch of other 90's bands But Till I Hear It From You is fantastic Alright I do think That is the last one There might be one more Oh here we go One more from Andy Sanchez Sounds like the favorite drink of 40 years Or older women who have been Divorced many times <laughs> Thank you Andy um, I think that that is, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all of them. If I missed you, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure that's all of them from Patreon. We also have the Facebook. I, I, again, forget, you didn't get a chance to post on Twitter. No, I you forgot, me, I just realized right now. I forgot to, so sorry if you're only on Twitter, but, uh, get on that Patreon. You don't have to worry about that sort of shit. Uh, we did get a bunch on the Facebook, though, so, uh, let's get to it. I had it pulled up, and of course, now they're not loading. Uh, okay, so... Dustin Meadows says, I got to see them at the Marion Popcorn Festival in 2016, and I cried <laughs> when they played <laughs> Jealousy.
0: A <laughs> popcorn festival they- is perfect for them. <laughs>
1: the thing that I wouldn't even imagine that they would have, a popcorn <laughs> festival, and certainly I wouldn't plan on seeing live music there. <laughs> uh, he says, at least the first two albums still hold up. Josh Miller says, "My friend George hates them. I tried to get a GoFundMe going for a giant gin blossoms tattoo just to piss him off. No takers. I'm still hoping to accomplish this someday. Hey, I'm rooting for you, Josh.
3: I got five dollars on it.
1: Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> no, we No, I throw have some... ten
3: dollars on it. Whoa. Fuck it.
1: Ooh, uh, if anyone wants to match
3: it. my donation." <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Come Stop on, Tommy. Money. Come
3: on, I'll Tom. Say. You guys have ten dollars. Right,
2: yeah. I'll, I'll do uh, it. I'll take out a loan. <laughs> Get that ten.
1: <laughs> uh Darren Patterson says the whole story about how the original lead guitarist wrote Hey Jealousy and got kicked out for the band uh out of the band before it became a hit is pretty tragic. You ain't wrong about that. Uh, Stiletto Zamboni says Saw them at Ball State in 95 The lead singer appeared very haggard And seemed annoyed by the appreciative screams Of the adolescent girls in the audience To the point where he asked Hey, did you like that song? At the end of a track When the, they again erupted in cheers He grumbled, good Because we got a shitload more That sound just like that
3: one oh, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy That makes them so much cooler to me <laughs> It's uh, like
1: O'Keefe's- I love that. You like like, C-G-E, then you'll love
3: (laughs) (laughs) C-E-G.
1: Jordan Sellers. Oh, yeah. He says where they got the name. We did that. Oh, God. Patrick Hasty wrote a book. I can't read all this. Patrick, I'm sorry, brother, but- uh, he said, one of my fi- top five favorite bands, so good, they started playing together in the 80s when hair, metal, and shit was blowing up and got their first bit of success. Cool old rock band, Wild Nirvana, and Soundgarden, and all that grunge was all anyone wanted. Uh, yeah, that's the stuff that we already talked about. Um, if you only know the hits, I highly recommend the album Major Lodge Victory, which came out in 06. For some reason, it's not on Spotify, but this song from it rules. He shared a song called "The Learning the Hard Way," so check that out if you, if you want to hear what he's talking about. You know, uh, if you want
3: to look outside of Spotify to hunt down <laughs> a gin blossoms out, maybe a pawn shop with a gun will have it. <laughs>
1: Uh, Cassie Strasel says I knew a guy who would sing Found Out About You as his go-to karaoke song Which I feel is very telling about a person The first time I heard it I thought, wow, sleeper choice, interesting But the next time you picked it Produced a much more visceral reaction Something akin (laughs) to a bottomless pit of dread That is a lot of repetition For a crowd to feign excitement Mad props to the band for pulling it off Damn Wait, is is she saying he did it twice in the same night? Next time I think it's you picked it, two different nights. I would hope so. Uh, that is uh that's crazy. But uh, I do like
3: that she gave credit to the band for pulling off their own song <laughs> in a way that a karaoke singer could never do. That's true. Uh
1: Dan Mendenhall says, I saw them once for free, uh, and they were good, but this kid rock looking guy tried to get me to go home with his daughter, which was weird. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with you, brother. That is weird. <laughs> Uh, let's it's probably my dad
2: mm-hmm.
3: Come on <laughs> Come on What's so That's wrong why I can't her? remember the end of those shows <laughs>
2: Come on It's like Come on. Fargo Come on
3: <laughs> Come on, 30 bucks
1: I know you got to this show for free
2: <laughs> This is the candy festival <laughs> uh,
1: Tim McLaughlin writes uh, Makes sense you're doing the gin blossoms I heard your guests like to hit the bottle <laughs> um, There you go
3: Tim, you uh, saw me drain that bottle tonight, you ass. <laughs>
1: uh, Melissa Ann writes, uh, when I was like 12, I was babysitting an 8-year-old. I don't understand how that's okay already. And we got into a very long argument about whether it was Hey Chelsea or Hey Jesse. I thought it was Hey Jesse too, and we were both wrong. It was neither. Back then we didn't have Google, so there you go. Um, that's uh, that's it for the comments. I do want to say, I, I remember I read some stuff on Reddit about... Uh, how they are huge assholes but i don't remember uh where i found i i i've lost the uh the thread it was on my uh maybe it's on my computer nope uh when i looked up uh gin blossom suck it uh it came up but people don't how like How
3: dare them. you google that god damn <laughs> that's it that's how this we do how research. that's some bullshit what what a peek into side inside into i give up <laughs> you know what i meant <laughs> what a Damn, I want to
1: find it cause it was, I found some fun stories on Reddit and I've lost them, but you know what? That's okay. Cause we got to wrap this up anyway. This has been so fun. Uh, we have, uh, one last bit of this show, which is that, uh, Micah, you get to give your final thoughts on the gin blossoms, uh, without being interrupted. You have the floor. What do you got for us?
3: Listen, the gin blossoms are a no miss band. If you a want to age yourself terribly, or, B, want to get rid of your daughter with some rando you met at a concert. <laughs> I mean, you can't miss. Pick any song, it'll sound the same. You know what you're going to get. And I'm going to get drunk.
2: Oh, yeah. Beautiful.
1: Wow. <laughs> well said. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I, I think so. It's our time to rate the playlist. We rated out of six. I'm looking at this playlist. I just don't know that I can dock anything necessarily. I really enjoyed. I, I had no problems with this. It's not that I loved the playlists, it's, but I there's nothing wrong with it. I can't go, oh, fuck that one song. It all flowed very well. So uh, given that, I'm going to go five out of six because I did enjoy it thoroughly, but I, uh, it's not something that I would be like, I can't wait to listen to every one of those songs again. But five out of six, I think great score. Tommy, what do you got?
2: Yeah, I loved uh, loved this playlist. Love the Jim Blossoms. Micah did a great job. I'm gonna go uh, even a little higher. I'm gonna go 5.5 5 out of six. It just oh, uh, I think they're so great. Um, it does. It would feel too silly to give them a six out of six. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was struggling with
3: too. I mean, each one of those is their singular hit. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, yeah. But no, I love the playlist. So yeah, happy to give them a 5.5. 5.
1: Hell yeah! And Micah, you get to rate it as well.
3: I give it a 666 six, six out of 6. Oh, no, that's Number evil,
1: Micah. You're going to get the <laughs> devil listening to this show. We don't need that. He doesn't subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon. Um, uh, we got to wrap this thing up, but thanks so much, Micah. Is there anything you want to plug?
3: You know, just you know, follow me on Twitter for all my hot takes. Uh, it's my name at M-Y-K-A-F-O-X. And the, the same thing on Instagram if you want my hot takes and maybe a tit pick. It's probably it. not, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> and same goes for following tommy it's at tommy yep. mack
3: <laughs>
1: uh, get tommy's christmas album baby yeah, check
2: that out and uh, i'm that. hosting the uh mtv awards uh, <laughs> on friday so check that out
1: check that out uh and get on the patreon that's the main takeaway from all this get on that patreon three dollars a month Get you bonus episodes every week and the very fun uh, Battle of the Bands we're going to do this week. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much, Micah. Uh, keep Thank it you crispy. Guys. Bye.